Hey, what's up, State Tuners? Are you looking for ways to skip the trip to the post office and dodge all that hectic holiday shopping traffic? Why not save time and money with Stamps.com? Stamps.com lets you compare rates, print labels, and access exclusive discounts on UPS and USPS services all year long. It just makes sense, especially if your business sends more mail and packages during the holidays. Save time and money this holiday season with Stamps.com. Sign up with the promo code POD for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code POD. Now here's the best, stay tuned sports podcast. And hello there all you stay tuners, welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here, back after the holiday uh, vacation, if you want to call it that. I was thinking about trying to do a show last week, but you know, with the holidays and family coming in, just decided to take a, a week off, you know. So I hope everybody's holiday um, went well. Hopefully you guys ate enough turkey and stuffing and the good cranberry sauce, not the cranberry jam or whatever you guys want, you know, they call it. I like it right from the can. I- I'm one of those those people as well. Um, I wonder if Brian Kelly's one of those people, you know. I guess we'll find out down in the LSU if he likes uh, crawfish as well. I-, I couldn't believe that story, but... Obviously, that's going to be a big topic of the show um, with him signing LSU with technically Notre Dame still having a chance at making the playoffs. Um, lots to talk about, lots to unpack with that whole story and the, the whole move and everything. Um, but before we get into that part of it, uh, head over to staytunesports.net for all of our social media accounts, which is on the right-hand side there. just a lot easier to go to the website there to... Click and follow them, um, because the two winners, one on Facebook, one on Twitter, guessed the passing yards for uh, Dak Prescott on Thanksgiving. So I want to congratulate those two guys. Um, so you you want you want to be following us, you know, you want to be, you know, follow us on the Facebook and on Twitter, and you never know when I'm going to do a giveaway. Um, most likely, I'll announce it here. Sometimes it might be a spur of the moment. You never know. Gotta follow that stuff. Uh, also, we have the, the merch tab up top on the website there as well. But if you don't want to buy merch, totally fine. I totally understand it. You know, it's holiday time, Christmas time. Maybe your um, son or daughter or husband or wife doesn't want a, a Stay Tuned Sports t-shirt. You can also show your support by heading over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsports. A lot of the, the podcast over there has have uh, buy me a coffee. Well, I have buy me a beer because I like beer, <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna need a lot of beer um, over the next couple of years with Notre Dame not having a good coach. I, I guess as of right now, you know, we never know what's gonna happen in the future. But um, that's another way to show your support, and I would appreciate it. Um, like I said. 
and I, I say every week anything you guys donate goes right into the giveaways more you know support we get the better the, the giveaways become um and as far as this Notre Dame topic topic I meant to put it on Twitter uh when the story broke because um I was I'm curious at some of your takes on this uh but you could call the STS chat line 612 STS chat give me your opinion about the the Kelly move and uh if you think it's good bad don't care <laughs> I know I, I seen a lot of, a lot of uh people out there that aren't Notre Dame fans are, are liking it uh you know they feel like Notre Dame is going to be back to average again back to the Ty Willingham type days and a lot of Notre Dame fans despise Kelly now feel like he he did us dirty and you know the more I, I think about it um quite possibly you know he, he might may have um as far as also um Friday night trucks they didn't race this past week um because of the holidays obviously but they are racing this Friday the stay tuned sports podcast truck series over on uh 3y tv on youtube 9 p.m eastern they're at dover i believe there's three races left before the chase uh the points for the the two uh, for the two wild card spots are pretty close so you definitely want to tune in these next couple weeks to see uh how chippy it gets for for those last two spots if uh you know say you know the ninth and tenth drivers are right next to each other at the finish um, so make sure you guys tune in Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time over on YouTube at 3Y TV. Uh, I'm in the chat. Come in, say hi. That's a great night. So getting into this whole Brian Kelly LSU story, how I found out was kind of funny. Um, Notre Dame played really well this past Saturday against Stanford blowing them out um, Michigan beating Ohio State which kind of hurt us you know you know we needed Michigan to lose um, Auburn almost pulling off the upset over Alabama that would have helped us so obviously those two things didn't really help and I was talking to our good buddy King and I said you know I still think we got a chance you know even even with the Alabama winning and, and, and Ohio State losing you know I could see us there at five or so and the next day well uh, yesterday when, when the news broke this is you know today's Wednesday right now when I'm recording yesterday is when uh, he texts me he's like wow 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 just messages like that and I'm like yeah I told you Notre Dame's gonna be in the playoffs you know they, they put us in there he goes Kelly's going to LSU. I'm like, get out of here. Like, why would he do that? You know, like, why would a a head coach of a football t- uh, college football team that is still in the running for the playoffs, even though uh, they, they released the rankings, they're still in sixth, uh, sixth spot um, behind Oklahoma State, and uh, I think Michigan was number four. Um... Why would he do that? Why would he leave? You know, it makes no sense whatsoever. If they were eliminated from the playoff contention, I could see it, you know, a little bit better. But 
the team's playing well. You know, why would you do this? So, I, you know, I didn't believe it at all. Um, actually, it was Monday night because uh, I, I just would not put my phone down and just seeing what, if the story is true. And it's coming out, you know, every few minutes. Kelly to LSU, Kelly to LSU. Half hour into it, rumors floating around, signed a 10-year, $100 million contract with LSU. Which is funny because after the game, I guess his name got floated uh, about you know the connection with LSU, and he said that if uh, they would take a fairy godmother to come to him and offer him a two hundred fifty million dollar contract, and then he would have to talk to his wife about it. Well, I guess wifey said, "Let's go." And the, the whole messed up part about this this whole journey if you want to call it that you know when the news start to break that he was going to LSU it was coming out that he was ghosting his assistants ghosting people from school who's trying to call I guess you know get clarification which that's when I started to get a little worried because he did the exact same thing when he left Cincinnati to come to Notre Dame now Cincinnati is a lot better school now than it was at that point so obviously it was an upgrade to go from Cincinnati to Notre Dame and another story came out and this is really messed up this just kind of shows you in my opinion the type of person Kelly is he was out you know out on the road recruiting doing his recruiting trying to get the you know better recruiting class he had one assistant actually at a kid's house trying to recruit him to come to Notre Dame and as he was leaving walked out to the front porch and saw it on the social media after he did this pitch to the kid to try to come to Notre Dame and like the assistant says now he looks like the effing a-hole for trying to get this kid to come to Notre Dame because Brian Kelly is such a great guy and you know it's a great school to be for and it's a great football program to play for and you know that bothers me because I don't care who shows up at your house with a hundred million dollars. It LSU just didn't show up and say, "Here's a briefcase" or "Here's a blank check." Fill it out. You got it. There had been negotiations behind closed doors, and even I, I saw on Twitter. I believe it was from a legit um, Twitter account, a verified account, that one of the LSU boosters was surprised after the LSU game against, uh, I think their last game, I forget who they played, um, but were able to keep it under wraps for so long until now. So Kelly had this agreement in place probably even before the Stanford game which is real shitty it's real real crappy that he doesn't even have the balls to say to his kids say say to the, the assistants hey listen you know um, this is our last ride let's let's go out with a bang no he just kept it quiet kept it secret and decided after the, the season finale this is the right time to, to say it 
And this really, really makes things difficult for Notre Dame now, who, like I said, is still technically in the playoff contention. You know, if Michigan loses and Alabama loses, Notre Dame could jump in. I mean, I, I could see Alabama dropping to five. They're not going to keep Notre Dame. I'm sorry, I, I, I got to start with, with King, but if Alabama loses with the two loss, now if it's like a three-point loss, maybe, but if they lose by like seven points or more, I could see Notre Dame being put in. And especially with this now, this whole thing going on, this is the other thing I said to King too. I pray we make the playoffs now. I pray these kids go on a, a tear now and win a title as a big FU to, to Kelly for how he did them dirty. Just just garbage. So that's my feelings as far as him, how he did Notre Dame. I don't think it's right. And I really think, you know, somehow like these conferences or somebody has to step in and set rules for this. Like coaches can't leave or, or make agreements till after the championship game. Because a lot of these, you know, I almost hate a lot of these. Some of these kids come to these schools because of the coaches. You can't tell me that there's not one player on Alabama that's that didn't say, I didn't come here because of Saban. You know they did. I mean, you see Saban's track record. As much as I don't like Alabama or Saban, he's a, he's a winning coach. Same thing with Kelly. Winningest coach in Notre Dame history. You know there's kids on that that team that came because of him that may have been a a, a um, swing vote to, to come to, to Notre Dame. And now you're gone. You broke your promise that you'll... You'll grow them into men and, and help them become the men that they that they want to be and this and that and all the speech that you always give. What I would like to see happen now, like I said, other, other than see them go on the championship run now, if they were to get in the playoffs. If I'm Notre Dame right now, I am locking up Marcus Freeman right now as your head coach. I mean, he turned that defense around earlier on in the season. Didn't look like it was uh, the best defense out there, but came on strong. You know the players love to play for him. But the thing is, there's already reports out there that Kelly contacted Freeman about coming to LSU with him and is willing to pay him as the highest defense coordinator out there. You, you, you know, there's, there's no one else out there. Ed Ergeron, I already say he's not coaching next year. So who else out there um, is available? You know, like who else can you go for? You know, I know the Cincinnati head coach uh, name got floated, but why would he leave a program that's up and coming? Uh, Pat Fitz Fitzgerald from uh, Northwestern. He's not going nowhere. He just signed a, a huge contract last year. And Notre Dame is known not to throw money. I mean, look at just look at the Kelly thing. Even though there's other reports, too, that Kelly didn't even give Notre Dame a chance to uh, counter the offer. 
So, I mean, there's really no one out there. So, the, the, the big task right now is getting stability in that coaching staff. And I think by upping uh, Freeman's salary a little bit may help bring that continuity back to Notre Dame. And that may also help bring some of the players back, too, because two big names that um, may jump to the NFL draft now with, with this going on is Kyrie Williams and I think it was our, um, our defensive end. Yeah, our defensive end, uh, Foskey, who's a junior. He's He already came out and said that before this whole Kelly thing happened, um, came out and said that he, he's going to ask for a draft evaluation to make his decision that way. Now you know you got a new. You're gonna have possibly a new head coach come in and teach a new system. If Freeman's gone, I mean this this kid excelled in Freeman's scheme. So if they could keep Freeman, maybe possibly he could you know convince this kid to stick around for another year, keep that defense together, and have a, a good solid defense next year. Kyrie Williams, again, if you have a new offense coordinator come in. You don't know if you're going to be able to put up another thousand yards rushing. So if you have a down year, you're going to take a, a hit. You know, right now, right now I could see Williams being a second day draft pick. I, I don't think he's going to be a first round draft pick. He's not that. Um, I don't think he's that big of a, a talent right now in his life, but he's definitely a high draft pick. If they could keep Freeman and, and Tommy Reese at offense coordinator. Maybe they could bring those guys back because, again, it was a young team, uh, a makeshift built offensive line earlier on in the season until they all start, started gelling. You got young quarterbacks because Jack Cohen is going to be gone after this year. He's a senior. You got Kyler Buckner and that one freshman that they put in for a game or two uh, going to be available. So you got a young team. For next year. And uh, you know. Like I said. I can't stop saying it. But if, if they bring Freeman back. Maybe they bring. They, they could get that continuity. On the team as well. Now as far as. Dickhead Kelly. I mean. Brian Kelly. Obviously you can tell. I'm still. Still bitter with him. Um, I mean. Why make this decision? You know. You're. You're, you're going to a team that. First off, you're not sure what's going to happen with these lawsuits. Let's not forget about that. Everybody kind of forgot that the lawsuit got filed against LSU back in April. And Ed Ezeron was added to the list um, because of a sexual assault that wasn't investigated you know, enough or you know, some things just weren't adding up. And NCAA is investigating them as well. So you got two... Two things going on that Kelly wasn't there for, but he's inheriting. And also with the recruiting, you know, it, it's been known that he's more of a dele uh, delegates to his assistants who to go after instead of him actually doing the, the footwork. And a lot of these, you know, Southern kids 
SEC kids that want to come to the these you know the SEC schools and stuff like that want to meet their head coach you know not an assistant or an assistant of assistant they want to meet you they want to hear what you have to say and at 60 years old can he hold up can he do that that grind and again why did LSU what what do they think they're going to get out of Kelly at 60 years old he he's not going to coach till he's 70 he's not Lou Holtz you, you'll probably get five years out of him before you start talking retire. I mean, Jesus, he was talking about retiring, hinting at it, I should say. He never really came out and said it, but he was hinting at it this year when he brought Marcus Freeman onto the team. Kind of hinted that he's the heir apparent. So, I mean, this, this was just a scramble move by LSU. I mean, they, they struck out with Lincoln Riley. Uh, Jimbo Fisher didn't want to come. And their, their athletic director made the wrong mistake by telling his fans that we're going to get a big whale. I mean, Kelly's a, a big name, but he was the biggest one out there left. And you way overpaid him. You know, I think, uh, even though I said it was 10 years, 100 million, that's what Brady Quinn said, but I think the final numbers were like something like seven years for 95 million. Could be more with the incentives. I mean, obviously, Kelly got a big pay boom, uh, bump compared to what he was at Notre Dame, but definitely, definitely overpaid for um, for Kelly. The only thing that I, I could see maybe why uh, Kelly wanted to go to LSU was a couple reasons. I mean, there's less restrictions. You know, Notre Dame is, is well known that they put academics first. You know, got to hit certain academic things to be able to come to Notre Dame. LSU may be a little bit not as strict with that. Listen to Brady Quinn um, when the, the reporter asked him what he he felt. He's heard that a lot of the things that Brian Kelly asked for um, upgrades in, in training facilities, upgrades in, in the stadium, kind of fell on deaf, deaf ears. LSU's got the money now. Well, they always have the money, but they that they could do those upgrades. Maybe they'll, they'll said maybe they said something to Kelly, guaranteed them to get a new weight room or you know whatever it was, and maybe Kelly just felt like you know what this might be a better shot that you know I, I took Notre Dame as far as I could. But I think if I get better players with the recruiting, you know, in the, the SEC pipeline, I could win that title. Do I think he's going to? No. I think, like I said, within five years, he's going to be out of there. Um, I don't think he's going to be average. I think he'll bring the, the school back up to where it was two years ago. Be very competitive. Top five, definitely a top ten school. I don't know if he could do it next year because, like I said, this lawsuit, I think there's going to be some some penalties handed down. And, and I think that's where he's really going to get the eye opening and be like, shit, man, maybe I messed up here. You know? Um, I mean, that's going to be the biggest challenge is getting that black eye off that school. 
but obviously it's done you know we can't it's not gonna go backwards you know he's not gonna rip up the contract obviously he's already has press conference and things like that um i'm pissed i'm still pissed about it you know i, I respected him i know there was a couple years there that i was calling for his head but i gave him a chance and now he goes behind closed doors like a little bitch and runs away So to close out our show, uh, we have our weekly blue picks this week. Um, I didn't have my blue picks written down for last week, and I just don't remember what teams I had. So I'm not going to update my the record that I have for the year. But um, minus last week on the season, I'm 16 to 13, and here are. My blue picks. Fourth and five. Jones steps up, takes off, he's in, touchdown! Third down and three. Jackson has all day. Looking deep for Hollywood Brown again. He's got it! Brown off to the races, and he stays on his feet. Touchdown! And here is your blue picks of the week. Brought to you by Skunk Duck Studios, the best ducking designs on the web. So we have week uh, 13 this week. Definitely flying through the, the season. Don't want to talk about the Eagles game last, last week, but I will say King is King won the, the first round here for the King James belt. We play them in a couple weeks. Hopefully we could beat them by seven points or more, so that way I could take the belt home. Um, but our blue picks are our blowout picks, lock picks, and upset picks. To kick it off, my blowout pick for this week, I have the Colts, who are giving nine over the Texans. Carson Wentz is playing some good football. You know, he, I know he had a couple games earlier in the season that everybody's like, oh, okay, Carson Wentz for the past two years is, is back. Well, he's playing good. I'm not saying MVP good, but he's playing good enough. Um, Texans, not so much. They, they still suck. They're having a hard time putting points up. Two of the last five games, they only put up 20 points or more. Um, so this this one could get out of hand early. Um, so I'm going with the Colts there. My lock pick, I have the Cardinals, who are giving eight over the Bears. Let's put let, let's face facts. The Bears barely beat the Lions. Okay, on Thanksgiving. And that game was just horrendous to watch. I mean, I was pulling for the Lions to get their first win. And with the reports coming out last week that Matt uh, Nagy was going to get fired after Thanksgiving, and here he still stands. There's just so much dysfunction in that organization. It's not even funny. And it has to be taken its toll on that team. Um, On top of that, other than Texans, the Bears are only scoring two more points a game than the Texans, and they're only averaging 16 points a game. The Cardinals have a, a good offense, you know, and, and a half decent defense. So this this game, this could be another game that could be uh, out of hand real quick. Honestly, I think I actually had to choose between these two games: the Colts, Texans, and the Cardinals, Bears. Of which one I want my lock, which one I want my upset. That's how bad it was. 
Um, for my upset, before I say it, if you guys have an issue with, with my upset pick here, 612 STS chat. Because I am actually going to put money on this game. I am going with Denver, who's getting 10 over the Chiefs. Chiefs are still having offensive problems. You know, they had that one uh, one game, not last week, the week before, when they put 44 up. But before that, they were only averaging 15, 20 points a game. You know, for the last five, six games. And Denver, if their offense could click, they could put points up. You know, they could put 20, 25 points up. And Chiefs don't have a defense, so if that offense could get going and just keep the foot on the gas pedal, I could see them doing the upset. Um, Den- uh, Denver is averaging 20 points a game. But out of the last five games, two of them, they had 28 or, or more points. So, I mean, like I said, they could put points up. And going up against a, a rivalry in Kansas City... I could think they could put the upset. So to recap, got the Colts over the Texans for my blowout pick, Cardinals over the Bears for my lock, and Denver over the Chiefs for my upset pick. No combat corner this week. Um, I know Bare Knuckle is back next week, but I think it's on a Thursday, which is weird. Um, so I think that's going to be it for us this week. Head over to StayTunedSports.net. Follow our, all of our social media accounts for any giveaways or um, comments or opinions you want to send there. 612STSChat, if you want to give me your opinion about the Denver Chiefs game, if I'm right, wrong. How do you guys feel about the Kelly signing? All that stuff. www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsports. Just another avenue for you guys to uh, show your support for the show. Make the giveaways a little bit bigger for everybody. And don't forget, Friday night, Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series over on YouTube, 3YTV, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you guys come over, say hi in the chat. It's a great time. So till next week, it's your good friend Jimbo, signing out.